You're listening to the Out of Bounds Podcast, powered by Welcome Home Beef. For the highest quality fillets, ribeyes, well, any cut of beef, you want to try Welcome Home Beef. Find at a grocery store near you. Good morning, good morning. SEC Insider Hit, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your auto and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent in any of the 82 counties in the state of Mississippi. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Our guests join us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. We were uh, we were talking transfer portal, and Ole Miss is number one in the transfer portal. And this is going to be a fascinating case study on, you know, going all in, and what is the right balance between trans the modern day transfer portal that we're experiencing now, and balancing high school slash JUCO signees. I mean, Lane Train and that crew has decided they're all in. And according to reports, they're not going to sign anybody else on Wednesday, high school-wise. So right now, 40% of their signing class is from the transfer portal. So, like, what's the right balance? Is this model sustainable in the new modern world of college football and modern world of transfer portal? We welcome in Tom Luganville, who's headed up uh, ESPN's recruiting for well over a decade, national college football analyst. Luz joins us on the Out of Bounds show. So, Tom, this is going to be a, a lot of fun to see how all this plays out. Um, Ole Miss is all in on the transfer portal. And if they, it looks like they've also landed the Georgia Tech edge rusher, which will put them over 40% of their class this year as transfer portal. We probably don't know yet, but what is your – what? What comes to mind as far as maybe the right balance on transfer portal and signing high school kids per class? Well, I think the first thing that you've got to examine is what is the eligibility remaining if you're going to go, you know, cast your line into the transfer portal lake. You know, you if you're going to go and you're going to sign 40% of your class out of the transfer portal, and I'm not just using old Miss as an example, this can be anybody, and, you know, all of a sudden those guys have two years or less remaining, then I think it can be very, very dangerous. It can be dangerous on two fronts. Number one, you're still running the risk. If the, the, the fewer years of eligibility that they have, the more you need them to be impactful players because you're not going to have them for very long. And then I think secondly, the other risk is that you start to scare off high school prospects who, if they're smart, really start examining the roster and seeing who you've brought in and realizing that there's always going to be this, this energy placed into the transfer portal to potentially replace me with an older player that's got limited years of eligibility left. So I think you've got to somehow weigh that. You've got to weigh the risk. And this is all risk management, right? I mean, you're, you're weighing um, temperament. You're weighing character. You're weighing experience, youth, um, maybe the guy had a problem in another place, and now you're saying, well, we're going to take him because we think we can fix him or he's going to fit in here. Now that's a really, really big risk. And I think lastly, and maybe this is probably the most important thing, is if you're going down that path, you have to be convinced and sure that the guy you're bringing in is better than what you have. And maybe not by a little, but by a lot. So if I look at a Jackson Dart and I look at right now, I look at Ole Miss and their roster, 
Is Jackson Dart an upgrade? Yes. Do I think Luke Altmaier is going to be a really good player one day? Absolutely, I do. Uh, loved him coming out of high school. But right now, that's an upgrade. So it makes sense. So when I hear, and you and I have talked about this, particularly as it relates to Clemson, is if, if you're going to be in the transfer portal market, priority number one is to improve your roster, hopefully in two areas, not just talent, but also in depth. If you can't do that through the transfer portal, then you're better off building through the high school ranks with three or four or five-year guys. Don't you think this is going to be a fascinating case study for, I mean, it's not just Ole Miss, but this is what, they're oh. one of our local schools. And so we're heavy into these four schools, Ole Miss, MSU, Bama, and LSU. Yeah. But don't you think it'll be a fascinating case study as far as over the next few years as we're transitioning into a new modern world of college football and transfer portal on what is the right balance? There's no question because what's going to start happening is you're going to start to see when you, when you miss, how dramatic is the impact? When you hit, how dramatic is the impact? So, for example, um, Michigan State and Alabama last year. Prime examples of when you hit on it, all right, it can just have this monumental impact in a positive manner in relationship to the season and, and your program. And then we're going to start to see over the next couple of years, if you miss significantly, and I'm going to say this in regards to this portion of it, because I think this is where the danger comes in. There's a lot of talented players in the transfer portal, but there's also a lot of guys that are in the transfer portal and it has nothing to do with talent. So if you decide to just ignore that side of it and you bring in four or five different guys, and they're a disgruntled type of personality, or they're a locker room killer, or they're a coach killer, you're, you're going to set your program back. And I think that's, it's going to be fascinating to see who does their homework on what type of guy you bring in, how many of them do you bring in. And here's the, really the ultimate, uh, I, I think, X factor in all of this, is the extra year of eligibility is what is the big problem right now in college football. The transfer portal is a problem. All right, we've got to get it regulated. We've got to create some opportunities where it's okay to go into there and, it, and then other areas where, all right, you can't in, enter the transfer portal. But until we get past almost five classes of an extra year of eligibility, the scholarships are going to be screwed up. And how these coaches navigate what scholarships they think they have, even though they don't know their hard number, and where they decide to allocate them is going to be very, very interesting. 